Let's rock and go. Hello and welcome everybody to the Section 109 podcast. I'm here with Matthew, Sir Mix-a-Lot, hi buddy, Juan, Bobo Juan, who is now officially retired, and Toby who's here somewhere, and we are here, Matthew, to do some recaps on some uh, games that are due. <laughs> yeah, we, we've The taken... recaps are due, the games have already been done. We, we took a week off, so. It is that time of the year where both of us are quite busy, and me especially, and um, yeah, so I am so happy to be back in here and chatting. Um, so let's start with the friendly, yeah? So yeah, we're we're gonna start with so um, who is Apothesis or whatever the hell their name is, and <laughs> why? What are what did we play them for? Uh, <laughs> so we're gonna start as a little housekeeping item uh, because the Apothesis game or Apotheos or whoever they are. I like how we've willfully not learned their name. Is is the first game uh, that we haven't gotten to yet. So we're going to go back and we're going to cover this game. Uh, and then we're going to cover Club de Leon. That'll be the men's pod. Then we'll go back and we'll do the uh, 865 Alliance, the Knoxville WPSL game. Uh, and then cover the uh, WPSL away game in the next pod. Uh, and then a little surprise for you a little bit later this week. Absolutely. It's going to be a, a week full of podcasts. If, if you had plans, <laughs> well, well, you still have plans. You don't I, have to listen. It's yeah, fine. but I hope they involve like driving or working out or something where you, uh, you, you plan to listen to us. So let's get into it. Um, Apotheos is an MPSL team in Kennesaw-ish area, Georgia, coached by former CFC player Adam Reeks. Oh, he gets the full one. So that's cool. I mean, like that's why, like that's not the reason why we're playing them. The reason but, why we're playing them is because Nisa does not provide enough games, uh, and I hope that situation changes soon. Uh, but that's not either here nor there. Um, so, look, that game. In case you don't actually know, and I had to think about it for a second, which is why I took that long pregnant pause there. That game actually finished three to two in favor of Apotheos. Mm. Um, yeah, here's the thing. Uh, we scored two goals. Uh, one in the uh, latter, 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 later, latter stages of mm-hmm. the first half. One fairly early in the second half, uh, and then lots of substitutions got made. Uh, I think there were a few subs at halftime. There were there were some more some more line change subs. Um, Looks like four uh, at halftime. By the way, I'm counting them here. Probably four subs at halftime and another four in like. The 60th, 66th there were minute, two, somewhere in there. Three in the 66th and one in the 82nd. Yeah, and, and that 82nd minute sub would be an a, actual a CFC, child. A CFC Academy player for uh one of the one of the child um uh, one of the children that were, were stepping in um from whatever that youth club is that uh we got a few players that have been practicing a little bit with mm-hmm. the team and every These are, now and then. Inside. Well, listeners will remember last time we potted, we talked about the kid with the great hair and how electric they were in the wand game. Oh, yeah. There so, he yeah. was rather. So, so there were four of those players rostered for the wand game and two of them played and two of them played in that game. Well, all four of them played in this game, played in this game. And, and that is not including like Hugo and Fabian who were rostered. Um, and then Gavin Castle, a CFC Academy player also played uh, for the last few minutes of this game. Um, 
yeah, like this game was on the road. It was helping us fill a, a little bit of a gap in the schedule, helping get some minutes for for some young players, obviously, that we want to have a better look at, getting some minutes for some guys that have not seen a lot of action in the league. Uh, you know, we'll we'll play them in a home game in in August to uh, help make up the number of home games that we promised to fans. And that's that. It's a friendly. It doesn't matter. Uh, I'm pretty sure we conceded three goals while up a man. Uh, but if you really think about it, we were down about five men. Well, because they were children. Because <laughs> they were children, yes. So let's go with the starting lineup, Matthew. Uh, I have it here in front of me, so I'll read it. And and full disclosure, I have not watched this game. Um, neither, neither did I, by the way. Uh, you don't watch any of it? I saw the goals. And then I just stopped. It's a friendly, <laughs> and we should have watched it, but man, it's been a, such a ridiculously busy yeah, couple weeks. Yeah. But let's talk about the parts that actually matter. Starting lineup, um, Jonathan Burke in goal, got the whole game. Yeah. Wonderful. Deserved the minutes. Yep. Said this in, leading into it. Jung Wu So at right back. Uh, side note, he played a little center back in the second half, which is wild. Um, Sebastian Capazucci, unsurprising to see him get a, a 90, you know, well-deserved and also like good to get minutes for sharpness because he's um, an experienced player and getting he's, he's been he's playing proven. in midfield all season, like five minutes here, three minutes there, yeah, 10 it, minutes there. It, so getting at 90 minutes at center back can't be anything but good for his like fitness and sharpness. He is, he is a center back by trade, uh, but we've been using him helping close out games, uh, when we go to a box in midfield as one of the, the center defense. Well, because all options. of our midfielders are injured. Well, there's that. Oh, well, our central defensive midfielder is injured. And then our other eight slash anyway, Ethan Corrin's injured and, um, and Ali Hymas are injured. Is I'm, injured. I'm as glad well. you actually specified about, about Ethan because I was like, Dixon's not injured. I, hey. already, I already forgot about Ethan. I'm sorry. How dare you? You're a bad guy. And that's, uh, that's Russian Tony Cruz to you. Um, Aiden Bowers started the left center back. Yep. Um, got 45. Hugo Martinez came in in the 45th for him and I believe played right back. Correct. Um, with Jung Wusso rotating over to right center back and Sebastian Capazucci going to left center back. Correct. Um, Capazucci also got a goal. Um, that we'll get to in a little bit. Uh, Joseph Perez uh, started at left back, and then at a kid, I'm actually just going to uh, say his first name because I don't know how, pu- we figured out some names here, but I don't know how public they're supposed to be. A kid named Costas uh, played at left back, and they still listed them as just numbers, right? What's that? They listed them as just numbers on the lineup graphic, oh, right? There was no lineup graphic. They were not included in the lineup graphic anywhere. Well, we, we learned his name is Costas, and we'll just leave it at that. Um, I believe he is a 2007, meaning he is uh, 17 or about to be 17, which is crazy. Yeah. No, sorry. He's 16, about yeah, yeah, to be 17. Um, or it could be 15 turning 16, but I believe I heard um, Rod told me he was 16. Um Central defensive midfielder Richard Dixon, and then child number 28, who we did not ever learn his name, came in the 66th for Richard Dixon with Gavin Castle. Um, shout out CFC. Um, and that was public, I think, because people were posting about it on Twitter. Um, a actual CFC Academy kid who's like grown up and played in the Academy and and whatever else, getting a, getting a, a reward there in the 82nd, which is very, very cool. Uh, Alex McGrath, um, then Mumu came in in the 45th, and I'm assuming played centrally as well. Or do you know? You don't even know, you son of a bitch. Um, <clears throat> Beto Alvarenga came out, started, but then came out in the, he got a goal as well. He came out in the 66th for child number 29. <clears throat> Excuse me, whose name we do not know. Uh, right winger Damian Rodriguez, uh, kind of unsurprising there. 
Um, the very, very fun kid with the fun hair, whose name is Hassan, we learned, uh, came in in the 66th. I need to go back and watch uh, the last little bit of this game. Um, I just didn't get it done because uh, I would like to see if he did dirty things again to those defenders. Um, Juan Luis started at left wing, and Fabian Rodriguez came in in the 45th, and then Lenny Lopez played 90 starting at uh, striker. So we had... First of all, a lot of subs there. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight subs, which is good. Technically nine. No, that's eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I counted the double the okay the kid who subbed out um, as one of them. Wait, so, so who was it? Burke, Lenny Lopez, Sebastian Capazucci, and Jung Lucell played the all, four, all went ninety. All went ninety. Yeah, and look, it's it, so the first part is it's really good for them to get minutes, right? It's really good for those guys to get ninety minutes in their legs for sharpness, for fitness, for all the things. It's very good. First game they haven't had to run. Um, at, for not all of them, but like first game in a while that uh, Sebastian or whoever else has had to run the the sprints after the game for everyone who's trying to keep fitness. Um, second of all, it's just really good for uh, some guys who haven't had a chance. Like if, if they get called upon, you want them to be sharp. Yeah. So Jonathan Burke in particular, um, as a goalkeeper who has who had up until this point had zero minutes on the season, um, right? I'm correct in that. So like not since preseason, not since preseason. So it was good to get him some, some minutes there. And then uh, Jung Woo's had some minutes, but Sebastian had also has not had 90 at any point during the season. So both of those were, were very, very good. All right. Where do you want to go in your talking points for Apotheos? Uh, I'll just mention the goals. Uh, one of them comes off of a corner kick, short corner routine. McGrath shoots the ball in really um, a short corner routine. Yeah. We've never seen that before. Uh, McGrath shoots it in for kind of from the top of the box. And it's saved. There's a bit of a scramble. Capazucci is the one that gets his foot on it, gets it, puts it back in the net. Um, second goal comes from a Fabian Rodriguez throw-in uh, over to Lenny, who passes it, uh, kind of squares it for Beto Alvarenga. Alvarenga has a nice shot uh, from from some distance, maybe maybe around the 18 or so, uh, and that's two nil. And then we started making subs not too long after that, and I uh, I wasn't there. Uh, shout out to Tom Gonzalez and um, for for keeping all the uh, mm-hmm. keeping all the subs and things for me because at, at that point in time the stream was not working uh, and but it does exist now it, but it, yeah out. so they actually recorded a because local unlike copy. because unlike Rochester fuck you Rochester uh, they were good enough to record or smart enough to record a local copy as well so when the internet crapped out it was okay because they have a full upload to do later honestly that's uh well. Have I, have I mentioned uh, fuck Rochester? I don't know if that's in the NISA operations manual or not, or if anyone actually reads that, but there it was. Um, so yeah, that's... I, I don't want to spend, spend a lot of time on, on this yeah. game. Uh, a game does not matter, uh, quite frankly. Um, we It was in front of us, so we used it to to accomplish some goals, but yep. like this game does not matter. <laughs> goals. Um, and, and in the slightest. Um so yeah, I'll give you my one key takeaway. So we're going to do three for this episode, one for this game. Um, and it's basically what we have said like six times now uh, talking about this game. The result doesn't matter. But they are important for young players getting minutes. Um, whether that's the the four young players that we brought in that are training with the first team or guys like Hugo and Fabian who deserve to get 45 minutes. Or again, the guys that we talked about uh, like Jung Wusso and Sebastian Capozucci and Jonathan Burke who, who getting that um, getting that 90 minutes is good. Um, and Lenny as well. But Len, I feel like, I don't know, I, Lenny's already started one game. The one game, right? Yeah, Lenny already started the one game. So I feel like he's got a few more minutes. But my point being is, like, these are important. These are good. The result doesn't matter. Forget about the result. It didn't. It wouldn't matter if we lost 4 nothing or we won 4 nothing. We avoided injuries. 
and we got some guys some minutes, it's perfect. It's a great game. It's an important game to have in the calendar, and we'll also get a home game out of it later. Yeah, I'll use my one my one key on this one to uh, to say that like it it's also a product of how awful Nisa is as a league that that teams have like three week gaps between league games uh, when there was absolutely no reason to do that. They could have made the schedule tighter. And you know how we know there's no reason to do that? Because we haven't had to take the capital stand down for this whole three week off. Meaning we didn't have football games going on at Finley stadium during this time that we could, American football games that we couldn't work around or whatever else they make us take down the capital stand for those things. Ostensibly, there's nothing huge going on at Finley Stadium during this time. No, it's just like other teams have had this too. Like they just have a massive break for whatever reason, and and I get that part of it's because there's an uh, an odd number of teams in the league. Uh, but so many of these teams are playing uh, midweek matches on 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 their their travel excursions that you can get these games in pretty darn fast, mm. and um, you know it, it's it's. It's it's lazy scheduling. Uh, mm. I mean, look at the back to backs that uh, we have with we have with Maryland that we had with LA Four. We have with LA Force coming up later this season. It's just it's crazy, and and it's just they're not professional. And uh, if with all luck in the sky, they won't exist very long. Jesus, that was dark, but um, not a. Not incorrect. All right, let's move on to the Club de Leon match, Matthew. This one I did watch. Um, this one was fun. Fun's one word for it. Um, this one was fun because it was really, really, really cagey, and we didn't play that well. And in the end, we still didn't lose. <laughs> That's and your definition of fun? That free kick was a lot of joy. Um, so, look, I I mean, we'll talk about you know some of maybe how we weren't as good as we'd like to be. Um, and we can talk about like, you know, maybe some of where we are in the season and whatever else, cause we're 10 games in, but overall bad teams lose that game. Good teams draw that game. Great teams win that game. I don't know if we're a great team yet, maybe, but I tell you what, we are a really good team because even in a game, we didn't play very well. It, or <clears throat> we did, our offense didn't play very well because it's not fair. Our defense, you know, the goal they scored was on a goalkeeper error, and our defense was good overall. But our offense wasn't, and still, a great player makes a great play, and we tie the game. And sometimes you just need great players to make great plays. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, players have to make plays. Um, whether it's whether it's putting a good ball in on a cross, whether it's uh, a nice finish, whether it's a big save, whether it's just a defender making a block. Or, yep. a, or a big open field tackle from like somewhere. Like players got to make plays. Joseph, uh, not Joseph Price. Excuse me. Aiden Bowers had a couple of those during this game. Yeah, a couple. Um, you know, running out into space. He's really good at stepping. And boy, did he have a couple of big steps in this game. So I, I think. And we held we held their superstar forward to uh, nothing. Well, that's because he sucks. But that's not the point. Um, look, we didn't we didn't give up basically anything this game. Uh, the goal comes on like you said a goalkeeper error. And if you if you take that they aside, one, they have one like okay chance that Jean makes a save on at the end. Uh, they yeah, have a break when we're right, pushing right, right at the very very end. Um, actually, that was the last play of the game. Mm-hmm. And I, I just it, it's 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 one of those games where you know in the moment it feels good to come back. Uh, 
and 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 tie it up, especially because you know you haven't played well. Um, I think in in totality, I look at it and I'm I'm a little going to fru- be de- going to be Debbie Downer. I'm a, I'm a little frustrated because of you know yes there was it was three weeks since our last league game and, and yes that's going to lead to a little bit lack of sharpness. Um, and, and, and frankly, like the thing like was, was the midfield good? Yes. The midfield was borderline, borderline dominant. Uh, the, the, the trio, Mm -hmm. uh, was the defense good? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, didn't give up hardly anything snuffed out stuff when, when, when things came up, did their job. Um, and you know, the, there, there were, I, I feel like there was a lacking of of just like quality. So when teams come to Finley, they they put 11 behind the ball. We know how those works. And uh, and it's up to us to break them down, to be patient, to, to make the right passes, to be sharp with it, to play the ball to the right foot or, or, the to, correct the, or, foot. or to the left foot, like the correct foot, um, to have a good first touch, to know where... To be know, on the same page as the guy you're passing it to so they don't turn and run... As you're trying to play the ball over top, they don't turn and cut in when you play the ball to the other and, side. And, and just else. frankly, we weren't we weren't in sync. We weren't in sync at all. And offensively. And 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 that's you know, that's gonna be that's gonna be a problem. Um that has to be addressed. Uh there's you know, you've got the LA Force game uh, coming up on the weekend, you've got the Michigan Stars game after that. Then you get another weird big weird break. Uh and, and actually the rest of the season is a big weird break until you get mm. to September. Um, and they're just gonna have to, you know, figure it out and, and be a little bit more sharp and be a little bit more clinical because there were some shots early in that game. There was like five shots in the first 30 minutes for us. Uh, I wouldn't say anything was incredibly high percentage, but there were some chances early and, uh, this is a team that plays better with a little bit of space and us, you mean? yes, us and uh, just you know, taking advantage of what the defense gives you before they they begin to, to get some belief is really important because it's going to allow those gaps to open up and can turn a cagey, cagey, cagey game into a much more open and fun and kind of blowout type type game. So one thing before we get to lineups, um, circle back to lineups. Welcome back, Nick Nelson. Oh yeah, yeah, on the bench Didn't and on the field. If you think about it. His jersey was on the field. He was on the bench. Was it actually saying Nelson on the back of his jersey, or just have no number, no name on it? Uh, Nelson had 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 Nelson on the back of his jersey. The keeper that was actually playing in goal also had Nelson on the back of his jersey. It's embarrassing, Club de Leon. It's embarrassing. Um, and also, maybe Nick Nelson gets that free kick. You know why? You might know where it's going. Uh, that's <laughs> played against Marcus. Okay. Let's go over these starting lineups. Uh, back to kind of our, after the Apotheos game, which was uh, very much a different starting lineup, we are back to kind of our normal thing. Uh, goalkeeper Jean-Antoine, right back Colin Stripling, right center back Anatoly Prepolitsa, left center back Aiden Bowers, left back Joseph Perez, subbed out for Lenny Lopez in the 84th. We'll talk about that, I'm sure. Central defensive midfielder Richard Dixon, central midfielder Alex McGrath, central midfielder Beto, who came out for Luis Garcia Sosa in the 70th. Uh, right winger Juan Luis, left winger Mutai Mwape, shout out Mumu. And uh, we got to do the Mumu song. He took a beating in that game and came out injured. Um, he was His arm was in a sling, and I saw him at Jenny Brink Company, and he was um, worried about his shoulders. So uh, fuck you, Orlando. And Orlando-ish, wherever you guys are from. 
and because they played in Daytona Beach, I think. Damian Rodriguez came in in the 60th for Mumu. Marcus started and went 90. Uh, and our goal was scored by Marcus Nagelstad, free kick, unassisted, in the 92nd minute uh, on a Richard Dixon um, dribble and and go, which was awesome. Also, Marcus took it an entire two yards back from where the foul occurred. I rewatched. And <laughs> um, yeah, that, that referee can shut up. And all of Club de Leon can shut up. Also on the stream, you can see Lenny Lopez arguing with their team, telling them to shut up. <laughs> I don't know what they were saying or what smack they were talking. But if you made Lenny Lopez mad, who seems like the nicest guy on the field, that he's always helping people up and like you know being like sweet. Um, yeah, you're probably being a real jerk. Anyway, let's get into some more. We already talked a lot, actually a big chunk about the game, but yeah. Well, I want to I want to interject on the on the Mumu substitution for Damien. Um, it comes off a play where like Mumu's making a move like into the box. And I I forget if if there's a ball that's that's played for him or it's like kind of over the top or whatever it is, but he he does not have possession of the ball. He's running onto the ball. And it's inside the box. And a Club de Leon player just steps in front of him. Cleans like, him out. Basically takes a charge. Uh but like also like with a with a with a hand yeah. out, outstretched. And that's that's the reason why I think he's concerned about a shoulder. Uh, it's clear obstruction. It's a clear penalty. Um, but like things don't get called oftentimes ever in this league, especially. Yeah. Uh, and 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 that's yeah. That, I just I just wanted to, to mention that. Also, there's a great picture on social media uh, uh, of some of the some of the photos from the game, and you can see Juan Louis, who is clearly in the box, uh, and he's being like just straight up like shirt tugged like pulled back oh yeah i saw it um and you know that's just that's just one of those that's just one of those things is he in our box or their box he's in our box i mean like he's he's like in the you drag a person by the shirt that's a penalty in that box i did not realize he was in the box i've seen that picture i did not realize he was in the box yeah that's first half so look let's um their goal, their goal comes off of a free kick that's a goalkeeper error. It bounces off Sean's hands. He would, I'm sure, tell you he, you could see from after the game, he should have caught it. Um, or Perry did if he couldn't catch it, but he could catch it. He so, could catch that, yeah. Um, so look, it's one of those things. Sometimes the problem with being a goalkeeper is that occasionally you make an error, and unfortunately you have to get real lucky for someone to clean up for you. Um, you can make errors as a defender. You can make errors in the midfield. You make errors as, as a forward. You can't make any errors as the goalkeeper. It's, it's a harsh, harsh thing, and I... He's still a really good goalkeeper. I'm not worried about it. He'll bounce back. But, you know, it's just one of those things that can happen sometimes. And it, it happened in this game. And uh, it, it's unfortunate that it happened in a game where we already weren't playing well. Um, yeah. Where, you know. Offensively. This, the, yeah, this team is good enough to score two goals in, in against a, your garden variety, you know, five weeks away from folding Nisa team. And Matthew, every team in Nisa is two <laughs> weeks away from folding. <laughs> The and and like that it, that it comes in a game where you're, they're not playing well. We're not playing well uh, as a, as a whole uh, on the offensive side of the ball, and, and it's a game where you know that mistake causes us to go down one zero. You know that's that's just like one of those stupid things about sports. Uh, if like you know, it just this game could have been four nothing us in a different reality, and then yeah. we we allow the one goal to make it four one, and it doesn't matter. So look, I just, don't I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. Let's like, not spend any more time on it. It's just a it's just things it's, that happen over happens. the over the course of a season. Let's talk about our goal. Okay, Marcus did Marcus shit there. 
Tell me about it. We've talked about it. It's like, it's just a. That's two games against Club de Leon, and that's two long. Oh, uh, yeah, that long, is. Long. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's just one of those free things kicks. where, I mean, he's, he's pretty far back. He's probably 28 yards back or, or so. I mean, he's, he's out there. And the thing about Marcus that we, we've said for a long time is that one of the things that, that just makes him special and elite for this level is his ability to hit the ball. Dead balls. And shooting in particular. Yeah, just just not even dead balls and just shooting in like just oh, yeah, in yeah, general. Yeah. True, like his true. ability to strike a ball. It's yes. and um and and like one of the, the biggest weapons, especially when we're not playing that well or we're still struggling to to really connect in the final third, is you also have to be like as a as a defense playing against CFC, you can't just foul us. Like there fouling is a legitimate strategy. And it gets more perilous the closer you get to the box, obviously. Um, but like it's a it's a problem if you foul us anywhere, anywhere in Marcus's range, which is pretty far back, uh, because he's shown us time and time again, also multiple pretty close, times, multiple times this season, that he's gonna hit like he can hit the target. And don't forget they put the ball on the eighteen and he scored from the top of the eighteen. <laughs> yeah, I mean like that's a that's a that's a pretty wide range. Of space that, that mm-hmm. he's got a you know that he can work with, and and it's a brilliant free kick. It may be the best one I've I've seen him ever take. Yeah. So you said you believed, <clears throat> golly, um, you said pre-recording when we were when we were getting setting up. You said you think this is the best free kick Marcus has taken for CFC and the best free kick goal he scored for CFC. Is that still the case? I think so. I disagree. I think he had a better one two weeks ago. Or whatever the, long the it Maryland was. the Maryland home game. Yeah. So the reason I think so is I think he takes it just a, t- a, sli- a tiny bit early. They're not quite ready or something, and he gets it. He, but he because they don't jump, and he manages. To, maybe they told him not jump. I don't know. But he manages to get it up and down from like the ball sitting on the eighteen yard line. That being said, this this is unbelievable, and it almost hits the ground as it's going in the. He like, he he put it in the one spot that the keeper could not get to, yep. and the keeper was already cheating that side. Yep. Uh, it's now, if you just, haven't seen it, there's a bunch of good angles online. It's it's there's, phenomenal. There's the the CFC wrap up of it, which is has got like, several different good angles, and man, it is it feels good. And like it it it's such an important goal for for the team. Like number one, team's still undefeated. That's great. I don't want to belabor that point because I'm superstitious as hell. Um, but like it, it it's the feeling, especially at home, of like rescuing something that could have gone horribly wrong. Rescuing like, a draw from the jaws I, of defeat. I, I don't think. I mean, like, we created more than Club de Leon did, but, like, honestly, we didn't create that much. Man, um, if that Luis Curler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, let's, I went back let's, and rewatched let's, that. Let's come back to, like, we didn't we didn't overly create a ton of stuff. Like, no. A, a nil nil draw in that game would have been frustrating as hell, but also, like, not undeserved on the, on the whole. And part of that's the, the, like, the standards that I'm putting on us. Uh, that that we need to be proactive and responsible and, and go after things and get the job done. Uh, that's what you do when you're the attacking team. That's what you do when you're the team that has all the possession. And uh, so, like, you know, it wasn't just the free kick to to equalize. It was also like cover, like writing a mistake of a teammate, mm-hmm. uh, which is which is so important in in sports because mistakes are going to happen. And you see, after the game, Richard is immediately. 
to to Jean's side when he's uh, he sits down on the ball and he's just sitting there when the game ends and he, or after right after it ends and, he, and then you see Jean immediately goes over there then Anatoly goes over there then Colin goes over there and then Marcus goes over there like the whole team's like picking him up but Marcus did it twice Marcus did it there's yeah. no disrespect to anybody else Marcus did it twice yeah he did it literally and figuratively um, on the field by with his hands like you know giving you know giving him some encouragement but also literally with scoring that goal out of you know when the game was basically over i mean they were not playing to let us score like they were right. clearing everything as far as they could and richard takes a great touch and and we get one little side of goal and marcus says marcus shit yeah i i man that if luis garcia sosa had dropped that uh had dropped that curler in i think we would have all lost our minds it would have felt really vindicated i would have felt really vindicated um Especially be, or like righteously vindicated <laughs> because like Club de Leon was annoying surrounding the referee at all times. In fact, there's a part on the rewatch um, that I didn't rewatch the whole thing, but I watched you know the highlights or whatever, or I watched part of a goal or whatever I watched, but where Prepolita steps in front and like blocks off like four of their players from like you know verbally assaulting the referee because they're all surrounding him and he's like gives him a little bit of a breather. Um, and it's just Man, they were annoying, and I really wanted them to lose. Yeah, well, it was their super. It was another one of those cases where it was their Super Bowl. Every game they that teams play in, in Finley is going to be their Super Bowl. It's it's the most important. It's the most high pro, high profile game they will ever play. And and frankly, every team that comes to Finley Stadium for the rest of the year, with Lord Willing and the Creek don't rise, it's their last game ever at Finley Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Please God, let this happen. Or maybe some of them will join us and play a friendly when they're playing in the UPSL. All right, Matthew, um, I have two key takeaways from this that kind of already go with what we've talked about. Um, but do you want to do yours first? No, because I have to come up with mine still. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I already said this pretty much word for word. Great players make great plays. That was a massive moment from Marcus. Yeah. It is the um, it, it may not be the the moment of the season so far because there's been a few other big moments, including his other free kick. Um, that he scored to to make it one one nothing, or did that make it one one and then we scored one after that? Uh, you're referring to the goal at Maryland or the the goal the free the, kick at, at home against the free Maryland. kick at home one, one zero one zero okay yeah. Um, so I'm not saying it is the biggest moment of the season, although it did feel like that. Um, but it is the photo of the season. Yeah, the, the photo from the other side of Marcus running towards Rod and Rod with his arms outstretched and that celebration, man goosebumps dude yeah it's it's the photo of the season that's going to be one that when we look back in two three four seasons it'll be one of every season has a few a few really really good photos and that will be one of the top three to five. Oh, for sure even if we win a title and whatever else in dramatic fashion that one will be amongst those because yeah. of how just how great it is yeah um so that's the first piece great for marcus it's and it's great from richard to pick up that ball take two steps know the contact's coming when he sticks his leg out, make sure it happens, make sure he goes down. Like it's just, it's veteran moves from veteran players and great players making great plays. Yep. That's the first piece. Um, second piece is we're 10 games in Matthew. And this is actually more of a talking point. So like talk a little bit about it, but this is, we can start to take real stock of who we are and what we are doing. Um, something Rod said that we talked about last year was that we asked him how, you know, how far do you think we are? How far do you think we got to go? And we were like, we were feeling pretty good. This when we were in our like, big stretch of winning in that first little bit of the season. And he goes, Oh, we're 50% of the way we're fi- uh, as far as like how good we can be. 
we're 50% of the way. And I don't know what we'll get to. I don't know if we'll get to 60, 70, 80, 90, whatever we'll get to, but we are 50% of the way. I'm going to take a, a, a inspiration from that. And I'm going to say, I think our offense is about 30% of the way in of where it could get to because of injury and because of whatever else. I might, I might go lower than that, but like I'll see you. 30 of, of 100, of a possible 100. Um, I think our defense, on the other hand, is about 75. I think our defense is really, really, really good. And we're not we're not allowing anything. Um, we've allowed two goals from the run of play and one goal from a penalty. And the penalty goal was dubious. Yep. The This goal in this game was a goalkeeper error. And the other... other goal was dubious as well. Like... It, I mean, now look, we've had a few moments that John's made some big saves, right? Yeah. And we have the 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 worldy goal against Birmingham. Um, so like, there, it's not that like we couldn't have on the balance of play given up a few more goals, but our defense is real fucking good. Yeah. And 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 I'm I'm very very happy if the defense the defense might only get to seventy five or eighty for the whole season. That might be the top where they top out, right? That's fine. That's going to be good enough to win us an East Championship. I'm not saying we're going to, but that's going to be good enough to win us an East Championship. What what has to happen now is we have to get healthy, and the offense has to come around. Matthew, what are your thoughts now that I've given you mine on the offense and defense and where we are um, with 100 points being possible? And we're only 10 games in, so it's just the time that we can, the arbitrary time we've given ourselves to start making some judgments. I think the defense has, and, I, and I'm and I'm not like speaking about. Jean, the back four, and Richard, for example. When I say, when I'm thinking defense, I'm thinking like as a team defending from the front uh, all, the, all the way back. Uh, I don't think we're near, I don't think we're near 75%, to be honest. Um, I, th- I thought that maybe two hours ago when you first posed this idea to me so I could think about it. Um, You're a negative Nancy. I am. Uh, I think we've got a ways to go. I, I think. Our 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 defenders from from Richard and and that back four and, and and even John like they do such a good job cutting out trouble, uh, and and that's good and that's necessary and that's needed. Uh, I think we could do better defensively uh, as a collective from the front a little bit. Mm. Uh, I think I think we still have. We still have like that open tendency that I was really worried about last year. Uh, the difference is we we are open and then we close up shop and we take the ball away and we have to go march up the field again. I would really like to see us stop more opposition attacks before midfield. Uh, and I don't, and I don't mean like as in like in the forwards or the midfielders. I mean like before halfway. I would like I would like us to to go from I feel like so much I- I- until really until like the inclusion of Lenny late in games when we're chasing think Savannah think um think think uh Club de Leon I would I would like we, we once like you know Lenny gets subbed on we voted that back three and I'm not saying we do this for the whole game uh, but like it's that feeling of like they're full on bunkered they're only clearing the ball to midfield and it's just wave after wave after wave of pressure. And in both of those games, we've gotten something from the game. We've, we've come back. We've gotten something from the game. That's not going to happen. Like that's not a realistic thing to happen for 90 minutes straight. But what I will, I, I want to see is a, a better defending earlier up the field so that we can pin teams in a little bit more 
for maybe it's a, a 60 second stretch here or a two minute stretch there, just a little bit more. Um, I think that'll take some of the pressure off of our, our buildup, uh, which has struggled at times. Um, I think it'll, it'll create some mismatches. Uh, I think a great example of this is, is uh, away at Maryland where uh, that really both of those goals come from uh, like us taking those beta, usually taking a shot, uh, but like the ball not being cleared. So you've got players in dynamic positions ready for something to happen. And then it's just like, you know, the, the pressure is still on pass, pass goal. Uh, and I, and I want to see more of that. I think I think if you want to see it, further. if you want to see a team that's open, let's press like that because <laughs> no, 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 we're no, going to no, get no, no. absolutely it's not, skewered. It's not it's not about pressing. It's about um, no. Those are those are moments where a team drops back and is no longer trying to get forward, and we are pressing because we're imposing our will. There are not. There's like three teams in the entire world that play like that. Um, that can keep that kind of pressure and. <laughs> That's just not. It's not what you're asking for. Is is being absolutely unrealistic. But um, the you're free to be so. But <laughs> Jesus Christ, I, dude! I, I want, we're, we're I want a team that see. has allowed zero good goals on the season. <laughs> and I wish our defense was better. Like you're out of your fucking mind. I want to see just a little bit more because I think that little bit more will help it's, take the pressure off of. Uh, the offensive side of the ball, which is frankly struggling. Uh, we've scored enough goals by and large. We've got seven wins and three draws. Like we've scored enough goals uh, on the, on the balance, but this team has, has some heights that it is not uh, re- truly re- realized. Uh this team, you're you're taking the offensive failings and throwing them on the defense for no reason. I think I think defense leads to offense, you're, especially in you're this a, league. Also, your attackers are the ones who you're 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 complaining about their defense, whereas our defenders haven't allowed anything all season. Yeah, and you're penalizing our defenders, which is uh, no. I never said I was penalizing the defenders. You are penalizing our defenders because the defense is mostly <laughs> made up of the defenders. I want to be. Uh, clear, which I was, and you just decided to ignore that. That when I say you're being defense, a, I mean you're from try- the front. You're trying to say everybody. Our defense is already the thing that's overachieving. You're trying to say you want to make up for all of our offensive struggles by making our defense even better. Well, maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit. So, what's your number defensively? Uh, I I will give it. I will give it. Uh, we are at what ten games in. We've got 14 more to go. I'll give it 50%. I think it's further along than the offense. I don't think that's any, any crazy amount. But I, th- I still think the defense has further to go. Uh, or not, I guess, not further than the offense to go. But it, it, it's, got a, it, it's got a ways it still needs to go to really go to the next level. Uh, and and I, think, I think that if the defense goes to the next level, it's going to help the offense also uh, move up even without any personnel changes or, or, or injury recoveries or anything like that. And the offense? <laughs> I mean, like 25, 30, eh, 20. The offense has a long way to go. Uh, I don't think Marcus is getting enough shots. Marcus is not the type of player that like will create four shots for himself in a game. 
Uh, he needs service. And I think the, I think connecting build up to attack connecting, uh, I think Rod, I think Rod put it pretty well in, in the press conference connecting. Um, what do you say? Danger to, uh, to chances or it was something along those lines. We, we've talked about danger adjacent forever and how we need to be dangerous. Um, we, we are still not dangerous. Uh, and, and we rarely were dangerous uh, in in that in that Club de Leon game. Like they've got a long way to go. Um, we're we're just not we're not getting enough one on one situations. We're not converting those one on one situations, uh, which is a huge key that we talked about at the beginning of the season for this team. So, I think they've got a ways to go. Well, we agree on the offense. We do not agree <laughs> on the defense. I think you're smoking something, and I don't know about it. Um, okay. Uh, that those are my two things. The ten games in, um, you know, where are we, and which is both a question and uh, and and my statement on that. And then great players make great plays, and um, that goal was was created by great players doing great plays. Do you have two things? Yeah, I, I mean, I already said one of them. Uh, we need to see more out of. Um, we need to see more from 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 the offensive side of the ball. Uh, we need to 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 better connect uh, our and and like leverage our key moments our key isolations and, and things like that. We, we've just got to be sharper on the offensive side of the ball to be able to create more danger uh, and, and, and create better situations where we have better chances of scoring. And if we do that, if we can do that consistently and regularly, then this team's going to be on fucking believable. Uh, but if we don't do that, then we're going to struggle in some games and and I, do I think we have the talent to pull a lot of those games out? Yes. Or are we gonna have to rely on Marcus to hit a wonder free kick or or something? Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, like that's, we, that's a club I like having in the bag. I don't want that to be the only club right. in the bag. We, we that on that we agree. And we if we're gonna win a Nisa title this year, <clears throat> we're gonna need all kinds of things to to go in our favor. We need well, we don't just need things to go in our favor. We need the offense to play better. Yeah. Because going to penalties is not fair. This team's we don't need to go to penalties. We need to be winning in regulation. Right. So. Um, uh, my third key, uh, and I, I'm going to let my third key be a, a bridge into a little bit of news. Um, it's it's no secret that like with Taylor's injury, uh, and and like Damian has been injured, and Mumu has been injured at times this season, and Luis has been injured, and we have all these other injuries. Yeah, I, I, we we've been thin, uh, but especially at winger. In, 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 but especially at winger, we've been thin, and and winger has at times, especially after Taylor's injury struggled to really create a lot of stuff, uh, which was Taylor Gray's fucking specialty. Like, get him the ball hey, one-on-one. Hey, 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 he still is. He's not dead, you <laughs> asshole. And let and let him do some magic. Uh, and, and in turn, what we saw early in the season is whoever was playing opposite of him had a little bit more space opened up because the defense is always going to collapse on Marcus, and they were they were oh. occupying more of Taylor Gray's time and, or, or, or defender's yes. time. Yeah, they were trying to collapse two and two, and you take and, four and, players and the out wild, of the play like that. And yeah. the wild thing is that you know Taylor for a stretch at the beginning of, of the regular season, which is beating those two was guys, just doing it anyway. Uh, which which like I think it's a big reason why why Mumu had some success and why Damian had some success early. And 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 one way I, I should give credit to, uh, I would also argue that Mumu and Damian were a little sharper pre-injury. Yes, and they yes. neither one yes. has quite reached their um, 
I don't know. They just haven't quite hit that stride. I don't know if there's still a nagging injury or if it's just sharpness and it'll come. I mean, we're still only 10 games in. Yeah. We are still only 10 games in. So, like, but, w- but Winger is, I think, the the place where I, I, I want to see, like, the biggest, the biggest jump in form. Yes. And I think if that happens, it takes the whole team to a whole new level. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and and that leads us straight into the signing of Jesus Ibarra. Welcome, Jesus. Or well, Jesus. Welcome, Jesus. Um, I let Jesus into your lineup and your heart. So uh, for for those that may not may not know much about him, uh, he played the last two years uh, in League One for Greenville. Um, Parts of the last three. He played the last two years in League One. At Greenville, he played the last four. Part of the last four, he played uh, twenty twenty for uh, Charleston Battery. Twenty nineteen, he also played at Greenville. No, in ni- twenty nineteen, he was playing in Sweden. Mm. In twenty eighteen, he played uh, for a fellow NPSL side, Greenville FC. Is that where I got his transfer marked? Fucked up, probably. Keep going. Um, He's a uh, so he's, yeah, so he's played at Finley Stadium before with Greenville FC. He has played at Finley Stadium before. I have confirmed that um, through through some old video. Uh, he's an interesting player. He's um, you know he, he can get a goal. Uh, I think his his best quality. It's worth hundred k according to the transfer market, by the way, which is pretty good. Uh, I think his best quality is his uh, assisting ability. How are you going to ignore my good joke like that? His, uh, I'm just going to ignore you. Oh, that was green. You're right. That was the other Greenville. I just saw Greenville twice in a row. Can I- somebody, can somebody out there, like a producer or somebody, clip the thing where he goes, "Oh yeah, you're right." Fuck. <laughs> yeah, you were right. You were right. I was wrong. I apologize. His his highlights 2018 have... Greenville, 2019 Sweden, 2020 Charleston Battery for a minute, by the way. That was a COVID year. He said, by the way, like I hadn't just said that a minute ago. And then uh, and then without a club for a little while, then Greenville for Yeah, he joined Greenville years. like a month or two into the season, uh, spent the whole season And by the there. way, if y'all haven't watched his highlights, I know I'm just completely just running over what you were trying to say. If you watch his highlights, the he's got a, like a 29-minute highlight or 19-minute highlight? 19 minutes, yeah. The first, you only got to watch the first 30 seconds. They are electric. But I, the, the, the fun... You should watch all of it. The but fun the, for me is, is where like there's, there's sections, uh, like you know, a lot of times highlight packages will be like, here are the goals, here are the assists, and then it's a hodgepodge of everything else. And you get... Uh, full sections where it's like, here's how he beat a guy off the dribble and put a ball in, or here's this, you know, like build up ball or like final ball that doesn't result in an assist, but it does result in a shot. And the thing that stands out to me the most is his service on the ground, in the air, whatever. Uh, this is a guy who I think directly addresses our issue from the wings of, of being able to not win those one-on-one matchups and be able to provide some service, whether it's creativity through the dribble or through the pass. And uh, I don't want to put unrealistic expectations on this guy. Uh, is you know this is this is his first week of training. Uh, we, I, we believe. I assume he's going to be available for selection on, Anybody, on on Saturday. But like, are they posting pictures from training still? Uh, occasionally, I need to look and see if we see him. Uh, you know, I know allegedly he was supposed to be in on Monday, but so like, I I just want to like you know. I don't think we're going to go out and and score five goals against LA Force. God, I'd love to be wrong about that. Oh, please. Um, 
And, and but if we do, I would imagine he's a he's a, a central a central contributor mm-hmm. to that kind of thing. I just think it's important to remember that guys coming in midseason need time to learn their teammates' names, uh, to learn the system, to to really to really pick up things. We don't know where his fitness is for. Uh, for example, as well, I he will in the say sub- he did play in the TST, <laughs> which had rolling subs. Yeah, uh, he played for for the Duke Sevens in, in TST. Scored three goals in that tournament, so maybe he comes in reasonably sharp. Uh, and and we were told that he wore fifty eight uh, for the Duke Sevens, and decided to keep it. That's fun. And wear fifty eight for CFC. That's really silly, and he should have picked hilarious. a more. He should have picked a more regular number, but but. I will allow it since the 7 and the 11 are already taken. I think it's great. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Well, I welcome Jesus. Um, I am very excited to have an additional winger. Winger depth has been a problem. Winger play has been a problem, uh, mostly due to injury, I believe. And so as Taylor is still not healthy, as you know, Damien is coming back from multiple injuries, Mumu may be out injured again, hopefully not, but like based on the other day, man, that is going to potentially be a really, really big and important signing. And I couldn't agree more about the lack of creation from the wing since Taylor went out. It's just not been the same. And so, I mean, hopefully this guy can can replicate a little bit of what Taylor was doing, or at least in moments, and we can you know, start, uh, the offense can start clicking again. Yeah, absolutely. Matthew, thank you for joining me today. You're welcome. Um, do you have anything left to say about these last two games? Uh, these Oh, these last two games as in the previous ones. Uh no, not really. I mean, like, uh, not really. Every team goes through ups and downs. Every team slumps. Every team, you know, hits highs. I think we're slumping right now a little bit. I'm not worried. I don't think people should be worried. I don't think listeners should be worried. And I think we should be excited for uh, what's to come as we get a, a new player in, as we start. I saw Ali Jaimes. He said he's a few weeks away. Um, Ethan Corrin, I saw him walking well. I don't know how many weeks away he is, but we might start getting some players back. This is a good time of the year, Matthew. Yeah, it's a really good absolutely. time of the year. Listeners, thank you for listening. Viewers, thank you for viewing. Uh, comment if you uh, have any questions. Sean Weldon, I haven't forgot about your question. We will talk soon. Peace.